0: Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Lisa Opal. Now close the door and tune out the noise because we're about to get deep and dirty. All right, cool. Okay, so um, I am doing this live today because I actually got a lot of questions. Um, I had the feeling at first nobody really wanted to ask anything. I get that, that's fine. And then all of a sudden it snowballed and it was too much. So I said, okay, I'm going to collect them all and I've categorized them because they were all very much along the same lines. And without further ado, I am just going to get into it. Um, You have me today at peak exhaustion level. (laughs) I am knackered. And it's actually the perfect state for me to be right now because um, I've been looking into this a lot lately. And every time we kind of reach this state of mind, uh, we seem to fall, or a lot of us seem to fall into a pattern of, wow, and it was too much, and my brain and mental workload. And a lot of the time our mind overtakes our bodies. And so we tend to neglect everything that's going on with us physically. We doom scroll, we numb ourselves, we, I don't know. So for me, it's always been reading to sort of help me get out of that funk again. And another way is fantasies. Now, a lot of the questions I got was actually like, what is a fantasy? And we can go as big or as small as you like. And pop culture will have you believe uh, that naughty fantasies are multiple partners and outside and taboo and all these, I don't know, your eyes are wide and everything's super crazy. But the thing is, fantasies can actually be... Quite small. They can be something that you've not dared to say or mention or um, communicate to your partner or explore in your body. Mm. And if I kind of zoom out again, fantasies, how can they do something for us? Because at the end of the day, we're all thinking enough. I get it. We don't need to have more thoughts. And, but actually engaging in those kind of thoughts so that you actively maybe tonight instead of binge watching just lie down somewhere quietly and let your mind wander and maybe go somewhere naughty in your brain if you've created that little space I know for a long time for me that space didn't exist so I've set it up again in my head but if you go there and you just have a little think. Um, for me, it sometimes helps to think back what, I've, what experiences I've had in my past, what I've liked, what I've not liked, to kind of understand where have I been, where do I want to go? So oh, I do this a lot. I start with one thing and then I get, oh, I bite my teeth into something else and then I want to keep talking about that. Let's cycle back. So fantasies. If you decide to go there tonight, and I encourage you to, what you might find might surprise you. And you might start thinking about something you'd really like to try. Now, the beauty of this is, is it distracts you from all that other crap you don't wanna be thinking about, all those lists, etc. And what I quickly realized for myself, and this was one of the questions, um, me personally and my work, I write erotic literature, why do I do it? For me, it is uh, like training my muscle in my brain, and that in turn affects my body. So I really, when I think these thoughts and mind and body are very closely related, I feel the physical effects within my body. So me personally, it helps to think about these things or to read these things, which was another question, I'll get to that in a minute, sort of what you can do to ignite that fire or explore fantasies. So for me personally, fantasies help in, uh, yeah, keeping that muscle trained and keeping that muscle alive. Now, one of the most frequent questions I got is, are fantasies normal? Now, I am not a fan of the word normal, (laughs) because what's normal? Um, Yes, Uh, funnily enough, lots of people said they they don't think they've ever had fantasies. And Now, based on what I've just talked about, sort of just having room in your brain to think about naughty things, uh, we should all be having fantasies, like, if you're engaging in things like that why not think about things you might want to do because at the end of the day that's all it is it's you know that's what i said it can be small it can be something like um i'd like you to try this on me or i would like to explore this for myself on my own body so fantasies are healthy and so yeah i mean you can say they're normal Uh, i always say if it starts inhibiting your everyday, then You know, maybe you should talk to somebody about it. But otherwise, yes, it is very okay. And it's even more than okay. It's pretty cool to have these kind of thoughts, you know, instead of doom scrolling, have these kind of thoughts. Um, So I actually believe that they are underestimated. You know, we we don't talk about them enough. And funnily enough, um, so we're doing the Pleasure Collective for the next five days, I think it still is. We're a group of women who work in the field of sexuality, educators, therapists, um, body workers. And I noticed a lot of the other topics had so much momentum, you know, we were talking about masturbation and loss of lust. And, and I realized why a fantasy is not getting so much attention? And it's not discussed enough. So I believe there's still a lot of potential for people to escape the the monotony that we all go through on a day-to-day basis, the routine, the cumbersome ins and outs of every single day, looking forward to the weekend, and yet every now and then surprise our own brains with some thoughts that could be relevant or interesting and keep us on our toes, I guess. Um, And also, that feeds into what effect it has on our brains, because... I was at a fantastic event yesterday in Berlin by Cheeks, uh, which is an educational platform, but they also have uh, adult videos, which are fantastic. I can only recommend them. And they talked a lot about pleasure and also the effect on our mental health. And, you know, the sexual wellness industry is growing now. There is so much more happening. And we underestimate how much engaging in these thoughts can help our mental health so we gain connection with our bodies we can strengthen relationships by sharing things by being open by having open conversations we have more intimacy and we also don't fall asleep i feel like our brains yeah they're so full we have so many thoughts all day that if we pour something sexy on top then maybe a couple of the other ones will fall out so yesterday they said as well you know the whole psycho sexual aspect of it um we shouldn't neglect or deny ourselves that part so and it can help with things like loss of lust and it's super cool when you masturbate because i don't know what everybody else does it too but i think fantasies are pretty cool to go on Anyways, I'm only going to be here for a half hour because I really need a firearm and uh, the couch and my husband. Um, When are they not normal? So a lot of the time people say, uh, I've said it before, you know, if it inhibits your everyday, there are different kinds of fantasies, of course. Uh, It's always important to distinguish between reality and fantasy. So we can have fantasies that society might deem inappropriate. What's important here? Um, quite a few things, depending on whether you're having these for yourself or sharing them with a partner. If, how do I put this? If, um, if it's something where you feel like uh, it's it's not appropriate, right? Let's just tidy this up right from the beginning. Then talk to somebody about it. Um, if it is something that you'd like to explore if it's something you think could be really interesting for you or for your partner uh, or as a couple or as several people, uh, I recommend researching. So <laughs> I'm not saying you have a PowerPoint presentation, but I am saying research it because sometimes having certain fantasies mm, that some people might call not normal might actually be something bigger. It might actually be something that you're lacking in your life. It might be something um, that has happened in the past that you want to revisit, maybe in a therapeutic healing way. So when this idea of something not being normal comes up, it's really important to take a step back and think, where is it taking me? And that takes me to the next point where you know, when is it not normal if it's hurting someone, if it's not consensual, if uh, it is not safe, if you're not using all the different elements in the BDSM community, you know, we have RAC and SEC. If you're not using these kind of uh, tools and safe words, then that is not normal anymore because it could lead to people getting hurt, etc could probably have summed that up a bit nicer but it's late um i've got three pages (laughs) so what happens if they're overwhelming okay so um i'm somebody to be obsessive at the best of times uh, about all sorts of things but again if this is the case so if you're having obtrusive thoughts and fantasies then it's worth taking a deeper look um this was a specific question. I'm just trying to think about it. Um, it depends if this is being obsessive about somebody else or about uh, a fantasy. I can't remember the question exactly. But if you're finding yourself quite fixated, then I recommend using all the buzzwords, boundaries, consent, respect, communication to Figure out where it's going, and again, if you are having difficulties, if it is you know bothering your day to day, then that is something that maybe a therapist can work through with you. And never be afraid to, you know, the thing about fantasies is everybody oh, well, a lot of people think, and this was so much of the feedback that it's something bad. It's we're living in a society where where pleasure and and finding things in your brain that maybe surprise you is suddenly considered hysterical or or crazy or no, you know, things exist in your brain and and every now and then they crop up and then you say, okay, now maybe I need to figure it out and talk to somebody or maybe it's something I can work with or maybe it's something that could be super interesting to me. So uh, I do recommend talking to somebody if it's becoming too much. And sometimes though, it just comes and goes. So maybe then just stop fixating. That sounds like a really sloppy uh, answer, but sometimes things come and go without us knowing. Okay, what are they good for? (laughs) Cool. Okay, here's my sales pitch. Um, Self-reflection, exploration, figuring out your own pleasure, new experiences, mental arousal, Uh, it's good for loss of lust, Uh, it infuses pleasure in your life and you, I feel like you start regaining a sensitivity. This was also yesterday in the panel talk that I went to. They spoke a lot about how just taking time for yourself and being mindful about that time, it benefits everything. So the more connected you are with yourself, the easier you'll be able to communicate your needs to your partner. Um, and fantasies are fun, like don't overthink it it is it's fun, and again, it can be little, it can be small, it can you know it can grow it evolves it evolves anyway throughout our lifetime. so try not to overthink it, <laughs> just you know go for something and see where it goes and that actually is the next thing um mediums, like I was asked, what do I do? where can I if I've never had contact with it? where do i go because i'm in such a bubble all the time that i for me it's easy i think oh yeah i'll think of a fantasy now um but of course that's not the case for everybody um there are lots of mediums so um there are workshops nowadays uh online offline um there is literature there are videos you know the the I'm not allowed to say the word because mm, the the adult films, there we go. Um, there is so much out there nowadays that can inspire you. Um, obviously, Sales Pitch, my webpage, it has a lot of it. Um, but even on Instagram, you know, fill your feed with sexy stuff. I've shared lots of it in my stories today. So I've put all the creators on there. Follow them. Oh, my feed is amazing. I can't open it in public, but it's amazing. You know, so... Make sure that you're getting regular contact with it because it's like a muscle, you, you have to train it and you can't go from zero to a hundred. So you start small and it'll grow and it'll evolve. Um, and then what was the other one? I just, and it was, it was brilliant. Right, yeah, so it evolves um, and also your feelings will evolve. So sometimes we need to remember that, you know, we don't reach a point in our life where we say, this is me, this is who I am now this is what I enjoy, and this is what I don't enjoy. We change so much, and it's due to so many factors, you know, you, you, you can't look forward and say, I'm still gonna enjoy being rubbed this way and not that way in 20 years, because, you know, hormones change, uh, life circumstances change, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, these feelings that arise with fantasies, like I said before, a lot of the time it comes from something deeper. If I can give you an example, for example, an example, for example, that was a good one. Um, role play so role play is one of the top fantasies. Why? because we're playing a part. It is super rare that we find those people in our lives who we are us <laughs> i have i count on a handful of people in my life who I am really me with me, even now i'm mrs. Lisa o to you, right so we play all these parts, some of them subconsciously, we don't even realize we're doing it. But when you go to work, you're a different person than you are when you meet your mates. So role play offers us the opportunity to explore these different parts of ourselves to a further extent. Now, again, this can be something very simple. It can just it can take place with language, that you're a bit bossy, you know, that thing can lead into the whole BDSM direction. But we mustn't forget that this has not come just from somewhere we don't wake up and say hey I want you to be a doctor and I will be the patient it doesn't happen that way it has to come from somewhere and that's because you know you've you've done that work you've figured it out or you're just super frivolous and you just said hey I want to be a patient and a doctor kind of thing but normally it's come somewhere from within us and it's maybe a need maybe it's something um from our past or some trauma or And it can be very therapeutic, but that's a different thing. And so when we engage in these fantasies, no matter how small or how large or to what extent we practice them, all sorts of feelings can arise. Uh, And there is a lot of shame. There is a lot of guilt. There's actually a lot of negative feelings. Um, So it is even more important that you do it with somebody you trust. And It can change, you know, you might find it great and then you might find it crap, it can change. And this was one of the things, actually one person messaged me and it's amazing. I love getting feedback, people talk to me. Don't hide behind those screens, talk to me. Um, He said, I read your book with my wife, so thank you. I'll talk about my book in a minute. And he said, uh, we tried a couple of things and they really didn't work out. Now, I don't know why they didn't work out. We didn't get that specific. I have a sick kid and it's been madness all day. But this is another thing. These feelings, we're we're in such a, and this is my big topic at the moment, performance-driven world. Everything is about getting it right, being perfect, reaching all those goals, blah, 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 blah. But, but this isn't, I'm not gonna say the word, but you know, pleasure is not about that. It's about exploring. It's about having fun. It's about having a giggle. It's about saying, oh crap, that did not go the way I wanted to. Like, wow, what were we thinking? And dealing with those negative emotions because you deserve love. You deserve, you're worthy of all those things. And if it's something you wanted to explore, and then it turns out, that it's completely crap then that's fine but don't say oh my god i tried it it was crap and now i'm never going to do that again because you shut yourself down and i've been there i've done that i bought actually quite a lot of t-shirts in that time but i don't recommend so any emotions that arise deal with them you know in in the bdsm community we talk a lot about aftercare I think this is something that should be everywhere. You know, everybody likes a nice snuggle after we've gotten intimate with each other, or talk about it. It's actually really, it, it's almost like dirty talk to talk about it afterwards and to say, you know, I really enjoyed it when you did da da da. Or I could imagine maybe next time you're doing da da da. And you know, it's not it's not criticism. You should know your body's best. So deal with those emotions. I'm not going to get off topic and I'm not going to start rambling. I'm going to stay A on track. Um, And yeah, and then another thing that cropped up a lot was how do I approach this topic with a partner? And uh, I have an article online um, about how to discuss kinks and fetishes with your partner. And I believe with fantasies, it's actually quite similar. Um, I have a couple of odd tricks that I like to use. One of them is legit pulling fantasies out of a hat. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to know it was one of you, but it just makes it a bit more playful. It makes it a bit more fun. There are all sorts of card games. Um, Like I said, going at it together. So doing a workshop together or there are fantastic web pages. Again, it really feels like I'm selling my stuff today, but it's actually really good. So I should be selling it on my web page. I'm affiliate with some amazing pages that do online courses. and it's crazy um or stuff like watching a movie together if it's something you like and you can even you know fib about it say oh so-and-so said that this is really cool should we watch it and then you know you'll notice on your partner's face whether they think it's cool or not you know if they don't think it's cool then talk about it because what's the point we can't hide behind our interests we it'll swallow you up so talk about it you know communication it's hard yeah um and start small so you know if you're fantasizing about um let me not use the example of bondage because there i would actually recommend sort of watching videos or visiting a workshop um but let's say something like role play so you want to just visit the idea of submissive and dominant now of course watching videos easy way in um i think being dominant it's in all of us but we have to find out who we are so i do recommend uh starting with more of a physical approach and possibly actually getting into character via costume because we've all been small and we've all worn costumes and we all know that it can change us very quickly uh so I would actually, in a scenario like that, I would recommend visiting a shop together and looking at some outfits that you might want to try. And this small act and then meeting and seeing each other like that, that might actually already do a lot, you know? Uh, and then research and talk to each other, um, which you know it it leads me to why I do what I do because people say oh you write naughty stories and I go no I don't write naughty stories that's ridiculous I, I try very hard to portray pleasure in how it really is you know it is funny and we should talk and we should talk during it and we should make funny noises and we should talk after it and we should talk about it before and We should talk about it all the time, you know, not obsessively, but it's important that we have more contact with this part of ourselves because we're not taught it. We, you know, we, we're not educated to think that we are worthy of pleasure. We are worthy of having crazy thoughts. Um, So recognize for yourself that you are worthy and your thoughts are valid. And I guess at the end of the day, communicate them. There are forums um, where you can talk to like-minded people if it's something where you think, you know, anything that goes along the lines of BDSM is something where there are massive communities. Um, But, you know, keep it simple. A great example is uh, having a WhatsApp chat with disappearing messages. Didn't know you could do it? Turns out you can, Uh, they're there. And then after 24 hours or so, they disappear. That is a beautiful place to text back and forth and dip your toe in, you know, message something and see what happens. A lot of the time sort of face value is scary and I get it, excuse me. But if you do it via text, it makes it easier. And, you know, worst case, they're not going to text back because they'll be like, what? But then, you know, and um, if if you eat it up inside you, that's also not going to help you along. So I think that was kind of it with uh, all the questions. Now, the next question is whether anything has happened, because I'm terrible with these bloody, these bloody lives. No, I see a lot of people. Oh, I see a lot of people I know and really like. I feel like I spoke really, really fast, but don't worry. I will um, I'll put this live afterwards. But it seems like there were no questions, you lovely people. Can you tell me if you're still there and if you're enjoying it and send me a heart because then the algorithm will like me. Um, and otherwise, I uh, have not prepared to read a story, but is really 25 so I've only got five minutes this is my book and um I mean apart from the fact if you don't know anything about me and this book my first book that I wrote um I guess a lot of these are my fantasies just have to know which ones are autobiographical and which ones are fantasies but you know there is a lot in here and I've got one story quite specifically it's called it's you And it is about fantasy. And maybe I'll just finish off with that kind of idea of a fantasy can also be imagining you're someone else for whatever, for solo pleasure, for partnered pleasure, um, just pretending you're somebody else. And there is nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes I imagine myself as a blonde babe with less anxiety. You know, <laughs> the world's your oyster. Your brains are weird and wonderful and so go with it. Um, I hope I have inspired anyone tonight. Um, and I thoroughly recommend starting with your brains um, and and going there. Next time you drink a coffee, just start, put the phone away and just float away think about some, the easiest thing is just think about something that you really enjoyed in the past and that will normally snowball. So that's it. That's all I'm going to do because it was half an hour and now I deserve a break. But I hope you've enjoyed it and um, the live will be on my feed and all the posts are up on my feed. (laughs) And I'm now just ridiculously tired and fantasizing about firearm. Um, so um thank you so much for joining me, everybody. And have a lovely weekend. And tomorrow, the Pleasure Collective, who have we got tomorrow? I will put it in my stories. Um yeah, I can I can only recommend joining and staying updated in my stories. And if after this. If you have any questions, if um, I mentioned articles that you're interested in uh, etc or if I sparked something in you and you say Lisa tell me more and this has really been on my mind please just message me okay. It's it's not a taboo subject. I know the majority of us have been raised to think this is all hush hush and don't mention it during brunch or maybe not to the mother-in-law But it's not, let's just talk about it. It's, you know, it's like talking about fruit salad. What do you like in yours and what do I like in mine? So have a lovely evening. I'm going to end this. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy that? Do you want more? Find me on Instagram on Please Pinch Me Hard or visit my page, pleasepinchmehard.com or dive straight into some short naughty stories with my book, Give It To Me. Available on Amazon and as an audiobook on Spotify. Read by me, of course. Stay naughty, my loves. Yours, Lisa Opal from Deep and Dirty.